Ryan, Tony, and Chris We can't guarantee that you're gonna look great. But if you wanna stay in shape, well, you better hit the chinwits, chinwits. That's right, man. Welcome to the Jim Woods Podcast. I'm Ryan George. I'm Justin Guild, a.k.a. Chef Sonic. And I'm Tony Marinucci, a.k.a. Tips with Tony, a registered dietitian. And we are the Jim Wits. It's been a really long time since we've done that. That was so, I felt like you saw it. That was just so <laughs> I just forgot that we even did that. That was yeah. Funny. Um, yeah, so yeah, it's been, it's, it's been a while. Um, we, you know, it, it took a, a, a worldwide pandemic to, to get us back together. But um, I guess for, for people, our listeners or anyone new, um, maybe we'll catch people up on what's, what's been going on pre pandemic and then uh, how we're all dealing with, uh, with this real, real world threat. Um, so Tony, maybe you start, how, what, what's been going on with you for the last eight, nine months since uh, we've recorded the podcast? Um, well, back then it was, I was like relatively new to being a full-time entrepreneur that's still going strong. So I'm still working for myself full-time, um, doing online nutrition coaching. Since then I've released a course, so I'm branching out to doing outside of just one-on-one coaching. Um, and I think the big thing that I've been, I don't know if I told you guys this, but I did my first TEDx talk. Oh yeah, I knew about that. Yeah. So yeah, so I think that's pretty good. I'm hoping, I'm waiting for that to get released so everyone can watch it on YouTube. Um, but that's been the good stuff. And then mostly, you know, other things just focus on, you know, staying healthy. How did the TED, uh, TEDx talk come up, come about? Really, really, really well, really, really well. Um, it was really nerve wracking and I felt like a lot of pressure cause you know, not, a, I mean, there are registered dietitians that definitely do TED talks, but not a, a ton of people and it's hard to get. And I just feel like I was representing that. It wasn't just for me. Like I felt like I was representing the registered dietitian community. Um, and also too, I was sharing a part of, of my story. The way I made the connections was I was talked about the diet, like the correlations between dieting, dating and relationships. And like, I could talk about nutrition all day, but when it comes to like letting people in about my relationships and stuff, I kind of was like really hesitant, but at the end it was just so great. Um, I got so much positive feedback and I'm really excited for everyone to watch the full thing when it's available. Well, we you know that, and that, that's long been a uh, an episode that I wanted to do. I wanted to talk about you know nutrition and, and diet and exercise and dating and how they're all sort of uh, correlate. We did bring on a dating coach. Yeah. Yes. Um, I wanted to bring on. I had some. I I wanted to bring on more of a uh, like a pickup artist like coach and see like that. I thought that would made for an interesting uh, concept, right? I know yeah. you're making. Tony is laughing, but probably she's like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so Justin, what have you been up to? So I've completely changed my life, hundred <laughs> percent, right? Um, even though, I, I, ironically, now I'm back in uh, in New York, uh, at least for the time being. But I moved to Nashville, Tennessee. Um, I have a place there. I've set up camp. I have a little studio that I made for myself, uh, and everything. And it's fun. It's funny. Everything was was going great right before this this you know rotten virus started screwing everything up. Um, uh, yeah, I was uh, I was starting to make a lot of new friends, meeting good people to work with. I was playing out a lot. I was recording. I was artistically at a very good place. And everything was just doing really well. Like, and I was just like, oh, this is awesome. Oh, oh wait a minute. Now it's all going to come to a crashing halt. Mm. A pause. A pause. pause. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Um, That's so great, though, Justin. I feel like you did the, like, what a lot of people say. It's kind of like a big leap, like, just to, like, move all your stuff. Most people move to New York. You moved out of New York. Yeah. Um, but I think that's so awesome. So just be, yeah, it's, right now we have this little halt, but when it's over, you'll go back to, you know, good business and all that. That's a good stuff. And, um, uh, it was funny cause I, I would come up with so many, um, great Jim Wits episodes, especially stuff for, uh, well, both, uh, you know, for Tony and, and questions for Ryan as well. Like for w- one instance, I'm not gonna, we don't have to make a you know, full episode about this, but I, I was going to pose a question to Tony. All right. So the, uh, you know, I've come from, you know, I've worked the day and I've, um, 
you know, I go to the gym. I, I force myself to go to the gym. It's now eight o'clock, right? And I'm heading home and I pass five different fast food restaurants all offering a mm -hmm. meal five dollars you know mm -hmm. there's a kfc and there's a wendy's and there's a this and they're all they all have some five dollar deal and um you know it's funny in the, in the city fast food is actually not very cheap right yeah. it's like any it's is as expensive almost as expensive if you go to a diner or something like maybe a few dollars less yeah right? but in in any is where anywheresville america fast food is really cheap yeah Right, or at least a lot cheaper. They oh, and they and they always have these five dollar deals, mm -hmm. right? And it's not the most healthy things on on, on the on the menu. So the, I had I kept on having this question. So how do you get the most people? Or let's say even they didn't go to the gym. Maybe they're just coming home from work. Maybe they yeah. didn't even have power to go to the gym, and they're hungry, they're tired, and they and they're passing five places all of which have these, you know, delicious looking, bad food, bad free of meals, right? And how do you, how does the normal person resist doing that? And how do they say, well, I'm gonna stop, I'm gonna pass, you know, for $5, you know, I can get, you know, uh, you know, some triple cheeseburger and fries and, and, a, and, a, and a Coke, um, which is, will satisfy me now, or I, I'm gonna have to go home, or I'm gonna have to pass the supermarket. I'm gonna have to buy, you know, uh, healthy protein and and produce, and I'm gonna have to cook it up, and then I'm gonna have to clean, and it's gonna wind up costing me probably more than it would if I just, especially if I'm cooking for myself, right? Then if I pass this, so I just wanted like I, that. That was just an example of a question, Tony. You don't have to answer that now. No, I feel like yes, we do because I <laughs> we can't leave out our listeners being like, what do I do? Um, the answer is all about being proactive and that if you had had healthy food cooked at home and then had a snack right after your workout, you just literally have to go home, heat it up. And the $5 is not worth the stomach ache, the feeling bloated, the, the guilt, the fatigue. And like every now and again, there's nothing wrong with having fast food. But if it's a continual thing, um, it's all about being proactive. Well, Ryan, how hard would that be? That's a great answer. That's a great answer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> If you've prepped, then if if you've prepped, then you won't have this problem. And I've also find that if you're in a uh, if you're in a flow of healthy eating, like you've been, you know, you've been prepping your food, and even say one day you didn't prep your food, but you've been in a flow of doing it, you're less likely to stop there. Like for instance, like I, you know, I was hungry and I was like, I, I just want to stop here. I was like, nope, but I'm I'm not going to do it. So I went to the I stopped at the grocery store. I bought um, spinach and I brought bought some chicken breasts and I cooked that up with a little rice and that was my dinner and I was very proud of myself. One day when I really wanted to stop there, but I had that instead. So mm -hmm. I know I was proud of myself for, uh, for yeah, doing that. Yeah, and then that positive feedback makes you want to do it more. And then you just play that. You This is like, a we'll, we'll save this for another day, but just always think about like, what is the end result of this? Because we, if you react to in the moment, you're always going to make the worst decisions. But if you play out the story, play out the movie, what is the the end of it? Then it helps you to navigate you to make a better choice. Anything to add to that, Ryan? <laughs> no, I think I think that's always a key with um, anything. You know, like obviously not being a dietitian, I don't give much a lot of nutrition advice outside of basic things. But th but that's one of the keys is is yeah, pre you're, even with exercise. I mean, really, if you have a plan. It, it, I think the worst thing is if, if you're left to your own devices and if you're left to make choices in the moment, um, that's when you 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 yeah. generally make poor choices. So like um, even with clients like not new, like exercise related, if they have a hard time getting to the gym, I'll always try to like I have, um, I have people will, will say, OK, what let's plan out the week. Like, what's your week? All right. Monday, you're going to do this Tuesday. And I try to front load the week that way. If you mess up or if something really does come up, you can you have the, the rest of the week to kind of make things up. But regardless, like if you have a plan that, you know, if you if you've said all week, I'm going to work out Wednesday night after work. You know, it's much more likely that you're going to do that than if you're like, oh, when am I going to work out today? I'll work out when I have a chance. You know, mm -hmm. so so the more you can not leave things left to to your own choice, the more likely you are um, to succeed. I'm seeing it now. I think one of the benefits. I mean, you know, there, there's a couple little silver linings of this whole quarantine thing. You know, and, and one I've noticed, like I, I work a lot. Like you know, I've got my full time job, and then I've I, I mean, I'm I'm out the door some days at 6 a.m. and I'm not home till 10:30. And so the 
cooking for me is just not an option. Like it's just something maybe I'll cook a meal on a Sunday, um, you know, because I you know have the day off and I want to and I actually want to cook, but it's usually like not the best healthiest thing in the world because it's my day to cook. And if I'm going to spend my day cooking, it's not going to be you know not going to be something healthy. So um, I and and if I do cook a lot for the week, it's usually like lasagna, and the lasagna I make is the like least healthy. It's amazing, but it's the least healthy thing in the world. So um, I know for me, cooking is not an option, and so I've relied on meal pal, which we've talked about. But if I'm left to myself and I don't plan it out ahead of time i usually make poor choices and so yeah i think a, a lot of it even if even if it's not even if you can't prepare a meal you know everybody knows you know even if you're passing five or six unhealthy places if you if you kind of say to yourself before you leave like i'm going to go to this place to get this meal you know at least that's in your mind so when you when you're driving home yeah you pass the mcdonald's and you pass the you know waffle house and all the those crazy uh, what is hot chicken places oh, yeah. um and you know but you're still you know my i made the choice you know you know what you're gonna make so I, yeah just like the only yeah it's you know planning and preparation is key and as long as yeah. you kind of have that you're generally you're less susceptible you know to right. to making those that, those bad choices in the moment it, don't worry tone that that was the glass joe of questions that's there, okay <laughs> be many there's going to be much I'm more sure, yeah there'll be so much more i'm just so excited we're doing this again you do really you guys like you always do pose the greatest questions because i know that's what like most people are thinking um and i like i'm not good at like reading people's minds so i appreciate it uh, but ryan we what are you what have you been up to i don't we, um i'm probably the i'm most responsible for the podcast not going on because my because of my work schedule so like yeah, you think it'd be justin but i think yeah it has no it was me because yeah justin <laughs> Like Justin had a lot. You both have more free time because you're, you know, yeah. not that you're not doing anything, but you're, you know, travel. Like for example, is outside of like traveling for like you know, you know, for events or things. You know, obviously you guys are working from home, so it's a little bit easier to make your schedule. But for me, what happened was like so I, I, before. Obviously, most of what I do is personal training, um, and teaching classes, and then I got you know a full time job, but I didn't stop all of my personal training. So what ended up happening with the, with the full-time job is um, at, I work for, I've worked for years for a corporate fit, a company that manages corporate fitness centers, but I started working as the assistant um, general manager at, at a site. Um, and it's been great. Like I really enjoyed, you know, enjoyed the, the people, enjoyed the job. It's a, you know, it's, it's a ton of responsibility. Um, but it, you know, the, you know, the, there's some nice perks. Um, and, uh, but since I kept some of my clients and I kept some of my other classes, there are days where, you know, like a couple days a week, I leave the house at five 30 and I'm not home until 10 30. Um, you know, there, are, there's maybe once every two or three weeks, I'll actually just have a straight up eight hour day where I just go into work and I leave. Otherwise I usually go in, um, the regular job is pretty good in that. Like I usually just work my eight hours. Like, you know, sometimes some days I might have to stay an hour later or whatever, but like for the most part I'm there normal, but then I have my other clients and classes. So I end up just with a packed schedule and then the weekends are a little bit tough for me to record because I'm never home. So to say to my wife, Hey, I'm going to go do the podcast for two hours is, mm. is a little tough. So it's been hard for me to find, um, find the time but i think now that we're getting back to it i you know really make an effort to 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 not make an effort we're going to figure out like we'll find a time that we got to record and that's it um you know because this time involves me waking up a lot earlier than i want yeah to. probably <laughs> well no, not that bad because you know like look at the end of the day like that's hard too yeah because he's on a different time zone normally and at the end of the day like i'd rather not I don't love waking up early if I don't have to. So like, uh, you know, we'll, we'll try to make something work, you know, where, where we're not recording at 7 a.m. <laughs> but um, well, the, the, Rob, the two greatest words that went, that exist for someone um, that that uh, ha that during a pandemic. Right. Guaranteed salary. Oh, well, yeah. So yeah, so so I guess we'll get into that part. So I'll start. Um, is you know kind of what's how what's going on with the pandemic. Um, you know, so for me, obviously working at a gym, um, we were kind of hyper aware of of, of what was going on, and uh, you know, I live now. You know, I, I'm in New York. Um, Tony's in near New Rochelle, which is kind of the two the two epicenters of this whole thing in the U.S. Um, and uh, so guns and hazmat suits right outside of a, a place. A few weeks ago. Before before the full on like you know 
city was like, we're locking stuff down. We, we got the word that they were going to close the gym. And I'm, I'm lucky so far because the company, you know, so you, you look at a company, any, any fitness company, and you're going to have like your management that are salaried. Um, you're going to have, um, you know, then you have your hourlies and then you'll have like, you know, personal trainers who are only making money if they're, you know, doing sessions, right. Or with clients. Um, and then you have like group fitness instructors and the same thing. They teach classes. So, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, for most, a lot of companies I know of so far have outright just put almost, you know, a good percentage of their employees on furlough and, you know, just like, yeah, you know, go for unemployment. Um, so far my company has been really good in that they're paying everybody, even the group, group fitness instructors, which I didn't expect. Like I thought, you know, okay, you know, you're going to, you know, if you're teaching one or two classes, I mean the budget, you know, it's not cheap to have these people teaching. And so, to keep them is really you know great. So I think for me, I'm really lucky in that, you know, thus far they're still paying our salary. I mean, at the end of the day, like I'm still working from home. I mean, there's only so much you can do, you know, if you're, if you have a gym and, uh, you, you know, the gym is not open, there's <laughs> only so much you can do, but I've actually had a decent amount of work. Um, you know, we have a lot of quarterly reports that need to get done and, uh, and it's, you know, it's the end of the quarter. So, um, there's actually been a good deal of things I've had to do, um, you know, day to day and not a lot, you know, especially definitely not a lot running a gym, but, um, you know, I'm earning a little bit of my paycheck. Um, but I've also lost a significant amount of money because I'm not teaching the classes. I don't have the clients. Um, one of the other perks of my job is also that I can still do some classes and personal training. As long as I get my job done, I can do that. And so it was a nice source of extra income. Um, so I've taken a hit, but again, like I can't complain, um, you know, when I know other trainers who just outright, like, especially trainers who are, you know, training people, you know, under the table, you know, you know, or like, or not under the table, you know, training people for cash. So, you know, you have people, you know, if you work at a commercial gym where the, you know, the client pays the gym, the gym pays you, but then you have other people who go to people's apartments or they train people at private training uh, facilities. And if those places are closed, um, or if the clients, like I've had a bunch of clients, like a couple of my own clients are like, Hey, let's just train at the park. You know, we'll practice social distancing. It's outdoors. So I've, I've got a couple of clients I'm still training, but a lot of others are like, yeah, let's, uh, let, you know, let's wait this thing out. You know, I'd rather not, you know, risk it. Um, and so and, I feel and, really and bad for trainers. In unless you have a lot of money, right. Most people are, are not, are not into the idea of spending money on, you know, non necessary things. Mean, you figure also, although like a lot, I mean, I'm in, New, we're in New York. And so a lot of those people, especially they live in Manhattan, like have a decent amount of extra income saved up and they can spend it. So I do know people who are doing like online training and, and virtual sure. stuff. And people have been saying, Hey Ryan, you should do your own virtual thing. And I keep, I'm like, I don't want to do it. I have no interest. I don't want to do any virtual. I don't know. I don't know why, but I just don't, I don't right. have it. In me. And, and there's other things like, you know, I'm home and I'm nothing, not nothing to do, but like, I, you know, like the, the chains are, are off for at least a few weeks, more months. So it's like, there are things I'd like to actually do that would be fun to do. And, and this being one of them. So kind of like, I'm going to use this time as long as I'm getting paid to, to, right. you know, maybe, you know, work on some things I'd, I, I wouldn't normally have time to really put the kind of time and effort into. Um, so have you found that some people have just backed off? They're like, look, let's just wait till this whole thing blows over like they're worried about maybe spending their extra income on, on uh, essential or what they would consider uh, to be items. you know n not personally because yeah. most of the people i work with or most of my clients have that extra income generally now like everybody's got you know it, it's all you know but it's psychological sometimes yeah and it's all subjective like you know financial difficulties for me or you might be a lot different from from somebody who you know has an apartment on the upper east side but they still might go through their own financial difficulties you know and so for a lot of people like you know you still it's new york and so you know for many people on their salary they can afford you know what they have but if that salary goes away you know they can't afford that anymore and i, I definitely know people who've like lost a lot in the stock market and who've had a lot of you know so i personally haven't had people that that stop training because of financial reasons most of them are fairly secure but i definitely know of people who who trainers who've had had that situation i know people who you know worse you know like for example um you know gym owners like you know they're you know for a lot of gym owners it's a small business you know especially if it's like a you know martial arts type of gym and um i've heard from them that members are canceling because of financial reasons and i think on one hand it's like well, it's tough I mean, it's tough to think that they would cancel and more they're just putting their memberships on yeah. hold well some are, someone put, you, you're getting both 
Um, you know, yeah. you're getting both. And uh, even we did like for, so at my gym, you know, we, I, I deal with, um, a lot of the processing of cancellations and we had a lot of people that put their memberships on hold. We put, obviously when we closed down, we put everybody's membership on yeah. hold. But, um, we had a lot of people that still, you know, when they called the, the email to cancel, we're like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I, I get it, but I still just want to cancel for now. Um, and for gyms, I think the other part, the tricky part with smaller businesses is like a commercial gym can withstand, not all, you know, not, it's not gonna be great, but you know, a, a large gym can withstand the hit of, you know, not, you know, paying, uh, you know, of membership, not, you know, members not paying. So they're, you know, once, uh, you know, Cuomo closed all the, you know, gyms, um, you know, mo- you know, an Equinox is going to withstand that hit, you know, uh, YMCA is going to withstand that. Um, but if you're a small business, that's going to be hard. So I know some small businesses are, are holding all the memberships, but some aren't. And they're kind of saying to their members, like, Hey, look, you know, we're we're a small business. We can't survive. Like if if you can, please, you know, please just keep paying your membership and help us wait this thing out. You know, be loyal to us. Um, we get it if you know we get it if you can't, but please help us out. So, uh, you know, I think that's a tricky spot because I think if you're loyal to the gym and you're loyal to you know the 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 people there, you know, you you do want them to keep going and you do want to help them pay for you know, pay the rent. Um, but at the same time, you know, it's, it's kind of a tough ask that like, Hey, if I can't go there and I'm dealing with some financial stuff, like I, it's hard for me to actually outright pay. So it's kind of a so tough gym, spot. You, so, so gyms are still charging. I members? know of some gyms. Again, there's generally smaller gyms that are basically asking members like, Hey, we need to keep the light. We need to keep, we need to pay our rent, you know, now, I know for the stimulus package that's coming that people with small businesses can apply for small business loans. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, I heard about that too, but the thing is, is it's not like it's just like a grant. It's like you do yeah. have, you will have to get that money back. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's a very low percentage, but it's still like, if I, I feel like only if you're really taking a really big hit or you really want to make sure that your employees stay with you and they're still there. Yeah, it's worth it. But like, it's kind of great that they have it. But at the same time, like I personally, I would never apply for something like that. But I'm also super tiny. I have one employee. Like, I, I, <laughs> But you know, but like, even so, it just seems like you, it, it's almost like I feel like going in debt, kind of, because you yeah. are gonna have to pay that money back. Yeah, I, I feel like, I, I mean, I, it would be hard to do. But I almost feel like the city should just put a hold on like rent. You well, know, they, for, they do and, have some, but I think eventually you have to pay it. That's the thing. They there is a law about that. Well, they but did they put anything like uh, you know that? I'll, I'll bring it up. Yeah, because uh, I I know I, I know that like mortgage payments are on pause and that like they've stopped evictions, but so many people aren't going to be paying rent. There really should be like an like I don't think there's there anything is, officially. There. Wait, hold on. I have to find it. I get an email every day from it. Um. Keep chatting. I'll look for it. Okay. Well, Justin, why don't you uh, share how, how you've been dealing with uh, the, the coronavirus outbreak? Um, so um, I was, you know, things were doing great when I was down in Nashville. I was, uh, I joined uh, an MMA gym, which I thought was great. They had great instruction and good people there. And it was, a, it was a, you know, they, and I was really enjoying going to classes. But um, then, you know, then, it, then the, you know, this happened. So um, I had also been for the last some odd months been starting to practice uh, funny something, you know, that I said that I probably wouldn't ever get too serious into Been doing a lot of yoga. Right. I figured that it would be good both as a supplement to uh, training MMA and also just to help for life and just to for help me sleep better. And it has and it's gotten me more flexible and I'm just in a better just overall state. So I just been focusing more on that. I've been doing, um, I've been doing a lot of. Uh, I haven't gone to. Well, obviously, I can't go to a place, but I've been doing a lot of online yoga videos and, and studying how to do the, the postures correctly. And I've gotten pretty good at it. I'm not, you know, I'm not a, a you know, a master yogi, but it's it's helped. I find that um, you know, my back is. Been, uh, <laughs> I'm to mute that. I'm gonna mute it for a second. Sorry, that's my. Dumb- okay. Go ahead. Yeah, that's just, and so I've, so nice. you know, God bless YouTube, God bless YouTube. Yeah, and honestly, so many people, like, I've checked in on a lot of people, obviously, going through this, and 
you know, there's there's the obvious anxiety um, and fear of the unknown and everything. And then, but there are a big chunk of people that have said to me, honestly, this has been really great because I've done more things like yoga and meditation and just like enjoying my own company. It's, it's it can be a really beautiful thing. Um, you know, there's always like the positives and the negatives and stuff. So I think that that's great that you found that. And this is even before all this happened, but now you can do that more. Sure. Yeah. Just no, so it's, um... No, so okay, yeah, I don't. This particular email doesn't have anything specific about um outside of what um Ryan said, which was right more like the free anti eviction legal assistance. But it it says there's a hotline, and this is for New York only. But I will share because I feel like a lot of roasters are from New York, and it might change by then. But so the hotline um to, for tenant support to get all of your questions answered is two one two three three one. 6236. So 212-331-6236. That's for New York City. Um, and then there's like a bunch of links. I get an email from um, Senator Biaggi like every day of the updates with all of this stuff. So that might also be another um, beneficial thing for New York State residents is to um, get her, go to her website and start it's biagi at newyorksenate.gov is her email you could just get subscribed and every day it has a like a recap and i don't listen to um i don't watch the news i don't you know for me that's like what i if i hear or see something on like instagram or facebook or from a friend or family member i'll look into it further but that's kind of like the way i stay up to date with what's going on and i find that for me that's like a healthy way where it doesn't become fearful um, it's not like obsessive. It's not sad. It's just like, okay, this is, this is where we're at. Um, so that's just, yeah. I feel like a lot of people are probably watching maybe, I mean, we want to stay informed. This is not a time yeah. to be ignorant, but there's a, there is a line where we have to limit how much we're exposing ourselves to yeah. the negativity and the just, I mean, cause you have to remember stress can decrease your immune system. So we have to keep ourselves like managing our stress in very healthy ways. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Actually, that that's actually sort of weird. Good, good, um, very good advice, right? That you know that manage right. If you can manage your stress and you keep your immune system, because we need our immune system intact, and it is proven that stress does. You know, stress is a killer. It really screws with your immune system. So yeah, every it's like it's the it's honestly, I mean, I, I more and more disease states are being shown that like stress is the main culprit. Um, your what you eat can put stress on the body, and like being overweight and all those things are underweight. You know, those are things that can add stress. But the the it's it's like what's causing the stress, but stress is actually the cause of a lot of these illnesses. Stress is the yeah. Cause, right? Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, no. So I I do think like because there's a, you know something like fifty some large percentage of Americans can't withstand like a four hundred dollar emergency, and so very clearly there's going to be a lot of more than four hundred dollar emergencies for a lot of Americans. I do think there should become some kind of a national like hold on on rents, uh, or at least like if you can show that you've lost your income because of this, like a hold on it. It's like you know for some people like. You know, look, it, it sucks for us, but my wife's a teacher. She works for the Board of Ed, so she's still she's actually still working. She's probably doing more work from home than she is yeah. in the classroom. Um, you they know, do so we're just for teachers. I feel like huh? they, yeah, they really are like they are heroes that I don't think are being recognized right now. Yeah. Well, yeah, the problem also is like it's like a lot of it's on the fly, so there's no you know like you know like for like there's blackboard like for universities like they have you know fairly fairly robust like system for online learning but for the teachers they're kind of like all right well here's google classroom figure it out and so they're just kind of like i i work with a lot of teachers. my cousins are teachers it's like it's it's crazy they're it's it's very challenging there's so many things that just were not thought through like especially yeah. with special needs yeah it, really really in, insane and then like super young kids that like literally like what are you going to teach them online yeah exactly <laughs> like it's crazy you know who i feel bad for are um high school seniors yeah like, and, and college seniors too yeah just like this is really I don't know if it's a graduate or walk yeah well even with that but just 
the social aspect. Like I remember my second term senior year was awesome. It's like there wasn't that much work and I have, you know, friends and it was just sort of like that was like sort of the 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 magical time. You know, so much of high school was like just not I had a good time in high school, but a lot of it was not fun for various reasons but this was the fun time there was yeah. no stress and it was just that was the best time and um a lot of kids are just not going to get to experience this they're going to be like well my second term senior year was spent you know at home right so it's funny the the, the joke that you always say to, to kids would you prefer not to go to school and they're always like yeah i don't want to go to school well now here's <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, I think everybody, you know, I mean, we can't deny the fact that we're all getting a lesson in some way. Yeah. You know, it's, it's crazy. I mean, so many, so many things are, are, we're really being faced, we're really being forced to face those excuses. Think about how we used to say, I don't have time to work out. I don't have time to eat healthy. I don't have time to cook. It's like, well, yeah, you got all the time in the world. <laughs> like, <laughs> here you go. Or like, I wish I, you know, I wish like people, you know, um, I don't, I don't really pay attention to this stuff, but someone brought it to my attention the other day. They were like, you know, people are always like, oh, it would be, wouldn't it be nice to work from home and like, you know, wake up and like wear your pajamas and, and now they're realizing that like, wow, without like a specific schedule and discipline, like this could be a terrible disaster. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but they're starting to appreciate now people who work from home, like we're really hardworking people. Um, we have to be, otherwise we are, our businesses would fail. Yeah. So I think it's just, I think everyone, there's all over it. There's so many lessons here to be learned. And um, I think that's the main thing that, I, it's also been super special. I feel like noticing how many people are taking advantage and finding the lessons and the things is a really nice thing. And it's very overwhelming because I feel like sometimes we get stuck in thinking that most of the people that live in this country are just like, you know, negative Nancy's, but I'm finding the opposite. I feel like when real tragedy happens, we're like really coming together. Yeah. Nice. And just on a, a note, I just want to put it out there that, you know, we're talking about some positives because we're trying to stay positive, but we do, you know, oh, you know, we do want to send out our sentiments to either people that have been suffering from this disease or yeah. families. Or, uh, or friends of, uh, you know, loved ones that have died from this. And there have been a lot of them. Yeah. So we just want to send out our, our thoughts um, to them and, 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 you know, our, you know, condolences or just, or, or what, you know, whatever we can offer, you know, we're, you know, sorry that, that, that you have to go through this. And we're sorry that everyone has to go through this, you know, and, you know, I know that healthcare workers are really, on um they're just going crazy right now and some of them you know are sort of our heroes in how hard they're working right now so just you well, know we realize just light of it but so we just want to put that yeah. in our society like who's important uh, you know because you know who gets the people get get, you know, they get paid are the bankers and the, you know um you know the celebrities but who's important fast you know like grocery workers, fast food workers, um, you know, first responders, healthcare, like those are the people that are, you know, teachers, like they're the ones that have been really showing um, real value um, to our society. And uh, I, th I think they don't get paid or the credit that they want. And, uh, you know, I mean, obviously we, we can go on a, a long rant. Um, or I could go on a long rant, uh, you know, about how our society does mistreat um, people in those positions. And, um, you know, hopefully this, um, you know, this increases their appreciation. And, and we realize that, yeah, maybe maybe a $15 minimum wage isn't that bad of an idea for, you know, for, for, for fast food workers or, you know, supermarket or, you know, you know like, like they're, you know, they should probably pay a lot more than that. And so, you know, I think, um, again, it's like one of those silver linings that we see that there, there are, there are people in our society that are, that are, you know, we, we, you kind of grossly, you know, um, undervalue them and, uh, you know, hopefully that changes a little bit. Um, How valuable is someone who drives a truck? Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because I mean, like, you know it, but then you're thinking, whoa, we would have no food now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's like there, there are people that are really valuable that we, we don't think about. You don't think about how, like, uh, you know how how are those you know how are those shelves going to be stocked? Um, exactly. There's this guy driving a truck across country, getting very little sleep. Um, you know, and that's why those those shelves are stocked. You know, they're a warehouse where. You know, why am I still getting my Amazon deliveries? You know, yeah. there are people in warehouses yeah. risking their lives. So I think, um, you know, 
there's I feel like society is at this weird tipping point, and this may be one of those things that pushes us a little bit more. Um, but I don't know. And before we get too much into that, um, Tony, what? So how have you navigated this uh, this crisis? Um, so I, I, like, fortunately, like I said earlier, my schedule, everything day to day hasn't really changed much other than, um, you know, I used to go out into the community and do like nutrition workshops. And I think it's definitely going to affect kind of new business and stuff like that. Um, you know, fortunately my family is healthy right now. No one is, is sick from it. And anyone that I know, um, you know, they're, they're, they're not being directly affected by it, but obviously affected in the sense that they're, you know, have to stay home or my friends who are nurses are working more or stuff like that. But so I think for me, mostly it's just trying to be as supportive as possible. Um, personally, I'm just trying to keep people, you know, helping them manage their anxiety and their stress and letting them know that, you know, it's okay to feel this way. Um, a lot of my content has really kind of geared more towards, you know, helping people find, you know, new, um, you know, still being able to eat healthy when they're limited in what they're able to purchase, um, you know, finding a, an exercise routine, creating meal schedules, managing their emotions so it doesn't end up becoming like they eat, um, eat their emotions. So a lot of lots of that stuff, like personally, hasn't impacted me directly right quite yet. Um, I have a feeling, obviously, as this goes, I'm sure you know, it, it might, but I'm trying to just stay positive and just, you know, take care of my health the most so I can be there for others. So I, I know we have a question that um, yeah. sort of about our, or, um, about our crisis right now. And I, and uh, after reading it, I sort of have a similar, uh, sort of a little similar part B to that question. So do you want to, um, sure. someone going to read it? Oh, tell them yeah. to read it? So, um, so we have, um, I got an email originally from Marcel, who's from Brazil, and he was actually asking us, you know, that he used to be a huge fan of the Gym Wits and that he noticed that there hadn't been an episode since, since June, and he asked if I know why. He also said congratulations and great tips, and that was very – so thank you for that, Marcel. And then um, it's funny that he literally emailed, like, when we knew that we were going to get together, and it's just been scheduled conflict, so I kind of responded that way. And then um, – he said, hopefully you'll figure this out and continue podcasting soon. It would be great to have an episode on how to keep workouts from home during the COVID-19 and also how to get healthy recipes to avoid eating bad food during quarantine. Um, just a suggestion. Personally, since I'm over 45 years old and concerned with my health, my health, I would be very interested in healthy tips for older people, as I bet there are many like me out there. Cool. Um well, Brian, maybe do you want to start with the workout? Yeah, um, it's going to be slight, you know, slightly vague, as as these things are, because we don't. What I'm sorry. Wouldn't it also depend? Like some people from home have equipment. Like I have. Yeah. Dumbbells, whereas someone else might not have any. Exactly. So gym, you know. So some people have like a a multi gym, you know, with like a you know with both. Yeah. Like, yeah. So okay. So honestly, I will say okay. There, I mean, there, there's a lot, a lot to unpack and very little to unpack because. So in this type of situation, and Marcel, you know, I, I will also give Marcel credit because I read the, I got those emails, and that's what made me decide. All right, let's let's get back on it. Um, there's no excuse because. Uh, so so you are you're directly responsible for us recording right now. You know because you know, we got emails over the year or over the months. Um, but um, obviously that one, it was like, all right, I'm home. What am I doing? Let's 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 do this. And then you know, I texted you guys, and we were like, all right, let's let's because we we've texted over the months. Um, and we've tried, we've tried getting back yeah. together for a long so, time. It so just you, not it just has not been effective. But so Marcel gets a lot of credit uh, for this. And if if you send a little bit more information, um, I can maybe give a, you know share specifically for you. So if you can answer some of these questions for me, um, I will then be able to maybe give you a little bit more specific of a workout, um, um, you know, especially considering uh, you helped us get back into this. So, um, you know, the first thing to, so there is a million resources out there now. I mean, that, and that, that's part of why when people are like, hey, Ryan, you should do some um, online workouts. I'm like, eh, I mean, like, what do I have to offer that's not out there? And, and I don't know that I have much unless it's very tailored to an individual. So like, there's- you are you are the person that people people like people follow people want they need your specific help. You're the expert when it comes to um uh, dwarf <laughs> trainers. Trainers so, 
positions, it doesn't matter. You still do you still do what you do and people follow you and love you and they want so it from you. If there's a specific like let's say there was a specific need that required me as a person, yes. But like there's so many resources out there that uh, it becomes redundant in some ways. Like I, I like definitely yeah, like I obviously have a lot to share and um, but at the same time, it's like, there's, there's great stuff. If you go you know, be on YouTube, there are tons of great apps that are f both free and not that have all kinds of different workouts. So, you know, first thing I would say is, um, you know, that is you, again, if you want, you know, look, go, you can go through YouTube, you can look up, um, home training apps. That, I mean, there's, there's dozens of apps, um, that all work really, really well. So I would say there's lots of resources out there available, but the first thing I would, I would say is what, um, what do you have available at home and, you know, what injuries or, or, you know, what contraindications are there? So basically like what, what things can you not do? Um, are the first two questions I would have because that then will just determine, you know, the workout. Um, and you know, are there any other preexisting or any other underlying health concerns? Because, um, like for me, you know, one thing I've been doing, so I have, we have a nice little rooftop. So I go up uh, my stepson boxes and we'll just jump rope and do some boxing. Um, when I'm on my own, like I have a very simple workout that is I'll jump rope for 10 minutes. Um, but that can be replaced by any kind of cardio jumping, jack, some combination you can like, you know, like alternate mountain climbers and jumping jacks or jogging in place. Or if you have enough space, you can do a little lap or you could do, you know, if you can run outside, run outside. Um, and then I'll just do sets of, you know, push ups, dips, squats, very basic, like nothing, you know, nothing too complicated, just push ups, dips, squats, burpees, um, you know, plank push ups um and planks and you know you can do any kind of variation of that you can do like sets of 10 you can do sets of 25 you can do sets of 30 you can do as many reps as you can for you know 10 minutes um you can play a lot with the with um you know the other variables depending on your fitness level if you're if you're very fit then you can try to do as much as you can in a short period of time um if you're you know if you if you're not you know, used to exercise or if you have any other health issues, maybe you, you know, just do one set and then you know, do a set of five or 10 and then rest for 30 seconds, then do another set and then rest. So you can play around with the variables depending on your own fitness level. But, you know, like I said, there, there are some great apps out there that might be worth, um, looking into, but you know, Marcel, if you send us an email with some more information and I'm happy to like send you a speci more specific workout, um, there, but there's, there, there's lots you can do at home. And another important thing in, in this time is it's, you know, like, obviously we don't have access to the, you know, for many of us, like I don't have anything, you know, I have some bands at my house. So, and, and boxing stuff. So like, that's what I've got in my apartment. Um, you know, if you have no equipment, still you can do a 10 minute workout every day. A lot of it is building, keeping your habit more than it is like, yeah, you're probably not going to, you know, pack on 10 pounds of muscle without equipment. But if you keep the habit of exercise going, you know, you'll maintain what you have or most of what you have. And then when, when you can get back into the gym, it'll be a lot easier than if you just take the next few weeks off. So I would definitely say, you know, it's important. The habit is more important than anything. And all you need are 10 minutes. You know, it's not like you need to do an hour workout. Even if you, if you were in the gym five days a week doing an hour and a half, you know what, you're not gonna be able to do that, but find something active that you can do, um, whether it's 10 minutes or 30 minutes or an hour. And so, you know, Another thing I would say is if you can get a couple pairs of dumbbells, that would be great. If you can get a kettlebell, that would be great. If you can get like a TRX, even better. So like those are things that are – like a kettlebell, like a 20-pound kettlebell is great because there's a lot of things you can do with that. Um, but – you know, again, if you, you know, if you have nothing, you can still manage with that. So you find kind of what works for you. Um, but you know, if you can, bands are great. TRX is great. Kettlebells are great. Pair of dumbbells be, you know, useful as well. I want to piggyback a little on what Ryan was saying. Um, and, and we've said this before, uh, a lot of it isn't, uh, it, it isn't always what you do, but that you do. Mm -hmm. So, the I think that um, yeah doing the the exercises that Ryan mentioned were you know are, are great. Um, one thing I always like to do is like hey if you've got what if you've got a staircase there are some great exercises you can do. Hey if you've ever checked out um, the uh, ex professional wrestler Bob Backlund his staircase workout is really crazy so that's a good one there. But I think what's important to do is find something. Uh, in the context of a home workout or something you can watch on your phone that, that you enjoy, right? Let's say you find a channel where someone does home workouts and they're funny and you just like appreciate it. Like for instance, I found a, 
you know, I, I can do my own, I do my own cardio workout at home, but I also found the yoga, ch a yoga channel that I really like. So I'm more likely to stick with it because I enjoy the channel. It's a source of comfort for me. So I think that along with the exercise, finding, you know, an app or a channel, YouTube channel or something, or maybe, uh, a method you're going to, you're going to Skype with your friend at this time every, and you go do the workout together, find a method that will help you work out. Right. And now, and, you know, God bless the internet and, and YouTube for, you know, bringing us together. But that, I, I think that that also really helps when you have a source of comfort that makes it part of your day. You look forward to it. Oh, you make, look forward to hanging out with this person who's going to, you know, you know, do jumping jacks with you. And that, that, I think that will really help. Yeah. And just piggybacking off of that, one thing I find really effective and helpful um, personally, and then also my clients have been finding it enjoyable. And in, and in the sense of like, we don't feel like we're really with our community right now, is actually signing up for live workouts. There are actually trainers that are providing free live workouts or as little as like $5 for you to actually sign up and then you get the Zoom link and it's more of like a private training session and it's like a big group of people and everyone's working out together at a specific time. Because I think the other component is not just kind of what to do, but getting the motivation to actually do it when you feel like you have all day, but really you don't and like anything, it's just better to just get it over with and get it and do it and schedule a time and whether it's 10 minutes, 15 minutes or an hour, um, I think it is helpful when you have like someone like kind of what you just said, Justin, keeping you accountable. I feel like that really drives the accountability home. Cool. So the second part of the, uh, of the question. Yeah. So the second part of the question was how to get healthy recipes or avoid eating bad food during quarantine. Um, so my, um, when it comes to recipes, like there, there are a bunch online and I guess the question becomes like, how do you know if it's actually healthy? Um, I will say there's a, there's a website and I don't know if any, if he can access it from, I forgot where he's, he said he's from Brazil. Brazil so I'm not sure, but in the U S it's, um, eatingwell.com. I have a lot of my clients use that because it has a search feature where like right now, if you have specific ingredients, you can like put in the ingredients and then it'll pop out a recipe based off of what you have. And right now, um, you know, there's funny memes out there. It's, it's, you know, it's not that funny, but in the fact that like, we're like in, we're like, it's like a big thing of chopped, you know, the TV show chopped where it's like, we have, or is it chopped? Is that what it's called? No, what's the, what's the, um, What's the um, cooking competition where they have to like make really weird ingredients like come to life and make them into like mm. healthy, nutritious, like um, tasting like dishes that taste well good? What well, I it's like the Iron Chef, but that's not about being healthy necessarily. No, not necessarily healthy, but um, is it chops? It's where you maybe any of those shows, yeah, where they have to take but like like uh, goji berries, pickle juice, and yeah, like. Yeah kombucha and like make, um, you know, a, a, something delicious. I don't know. Anyways, the point being that sometimes you might get a recipe, you don't have all the ingredients. You know, I, I tell, I, um, I put in a, a recipe, um, a grocery delivery order last Monday. It's supposed to come today. So it's over two weeks now. Um, so like, that's the thing. So it's like, you have to kind of use what you have on hand. So you're going to have to get creative. Um, but I think that at least if you have like a base, if you know you want to do a chicken dish or a shrimp dish or salmon or whatever, you know, you could always like go on to um, eatingwell.com or any, you know, kind of um, anything on the internet, you will get back. And I guess the way what you need to do to make sure it's like, oh, it's actually healthy is always ask like, are at least three food groups present? So are, is there some sort of healthy protein, a lean protein? Are there lots of vegetables there? Um, and is there some sort of like whole grain or healthy starch or even a healthy fat? So that's important that we, you make sure that you're not trying to diet because also too being in a caloric deficit, can decrease your immune system. Now is it you want to just focus on like maintaining your weight, being healthy, creating healthy habits, and making sure that each meal that you have has at least three food groups present because that's going to help your body to absorb certain nutrients. It's going to help you stay full, um, and it's going to make sure that you have those decreased cravings so you don't end up um, maybe emotionally eating or eating out of emotion and hunger at the same time. Um, and kind of going towards, you know, definitely don't leave a lot of the foods that have a lot of added sugar or a lot of salt or a lot of 
um, things that are like fried, like try not to purchase them so much because it's going to be really difficult for you to resist if they're there and they're being, they're in your face all of the time. Um, you know, so really just make that healthy food uh, abundant and try to have that on hand most often and then limit how much, how much you purchase of those other foods. So I think there was a part three to that. He was asking about or implying, you know, what, what foods can boost immune and, you know, disclaimer right away, you know, eating, you know, whatever you eat cannot, will not prevent um, all diseases. It's not going to prevent you from getting the coronavirus, but it can help uh, make you a health, in a healthier state. So what are foods that typically can help boost your immune system? So it'll support your immune system. Um are things like foods that are rich in vitamin C. So I think a lot of people think of like juices and fruit. And although fruit is a great source of vitamin C, believe it or not, things like broccoli and sweet potato and like a cabbage, lots of your leafy green vegetables actually have a high higher vitamin C content than most of your fruit. Uh, red peppers, believe it or not, have more vitamin C than most. Um, zinc, which is usually found in fishes and protein-rich foods. Um, you can get some in, in baked beans, um, but the, definitely the highest, the highest is oysters, but obviously no one's really eating oysters right now. Um, but most other fishes, um, will have, will have zinc. Also just protein in general, getting adequate amount of protein. So having protein at each meal can help boost your immune system. Probiotic rich foods. So anything that's been fermented, kombucha, um, kimchi, sauerkraut, yogurt, kefir, um, that's beneficial. And then, um, lots of antioxidant rich foods, like, um, there's called catechins. They're basically in cocoa, berries, and dark chocolate. I'm sorry, cocoa, cocoa is dark chocolate, cocoa, berries, and green tea. Um, so all that to say that really a balanced diet is going to help support an immune system. Those are just more specific nutrients that you can focus on. Um, and just to follow up to that, supplements and any kind of company that claims that they can help you prevent getting the coronavirus um, is not the way to go right now. We want to eat the food that I just said. Those are good examples. Um, and there's many varieties of that. So although I gave you specific examples in there, there's there's plenty of fruits and vegetables that have vitamin C. I just gave you some ones that have higher amounts, right? Um, you know, there's, you're going to find there's, there, it, there's a variety there. So really focus on having balanced meals, staying hydrated with water, um, adequate sleep, managing your stress. Honestly, everything you would normally do to just be healthy is just one of those, is what you have to implement right now. Um, and continue to wash your hands and social, be social, like social distance yourself. That's really, um, the answer for that. Just, uh, yes. Thanks Tone, for that. And j just as a, as a public uh, service announcement. Um, this is my opinion on what you should do. Um, so, uh, and there, I know there's a lot of people that would agree, but I'm, I don't think that you should use, uh, I mean, you can, but I don't think it's going to help prevent anything is using hand sanitizer. Uh, I think that, that if, um, that you gotta, as, as you know, you have to wash your hands really well with soap and water. Uh, I also believe that using that, uh, if you're trying to disinfect that using, you know, certain disinfectant sprays are not the best option that using a bleach type spray bleach kills everything i know that people are like oh i sprayed it with you know this sort of you know antibacterial it's like well you know we're not concerned with an antibacterial so i believe personally um, that i'm saying this is my opinion that should use a bleach i believe that make some sort of bleach spray with it you know so that's right. what i believe so Justin's not an expert, so yeah, let's right. not listen to him. None of us are doctors or experts about viruses at all. Like, and also too, I will, I will also say, so like, there's a lot that's uncovering, and um, so here's here's a really good example of why I am like even hesitant to even talk about those specific foods. So you, I don't know if you guys heard, but there's they found in France that. Um, any sort of um, NSAID, so something like Advil, can actually make the virus worse. And so, if someone has a fever, you should treat it with Tylenol. And I've 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 verified that with a few people that are doctors and nurses, and they actually said that's true. Um, so that's an example of it's like we still don't know. And so, when you the the first thing was when you have a fever, get the fever down. 
Now the next thing is like, when you have a fever, get the fever down, but make sure you're using the proper medication. When this first started, it was a virus, although it's a brand new virus, it is a virus. And so there are certain supplements, like for example, elderberry syrup, which is a very, you know, it's nothing, it's not really gonna, what we thought wouldn't hurt you to just be preventative, take a spoonful of, of, of elderberry syrup every day, and hopefully it will reduce your, your risk of getting it. Now there's, there's question about, it might be good for prevention, but it might th- the virus might thrive for treating it. And so that's where we really don't know. And I want to make sure that, that like, we, we really don't know. Who should say in certain situations like that, that bleach, I mean, I'm not saying we should yeah. clean, but like maybe bleach makes it worse. We don't know because it's not, it's a new virus. And so we, we can't say any of well, these things. Yeah. We and the gen- general, so with what we hear what we know and but always verify it with more of more credible resource yeah and also so generally everything i've read like obviously like you know social distancing and washing your hands are two of the biggest things you can do for it um if you know i wouldn't say not to use hand sanitizer if you're let's say you're out and you can't wash your hands use hand sanitizer Uh, you know especially if you're touching surfaces you know or touching things so i think you know washing your hands can be better um, but I wouldn't say not to use hand sanitizer. And again, it's like kind of what you have access to, you know, as far as cleaning surfaces, uh, you know, uh, but yeah, I would like, I would stay away from us giving those public service announcements, especially like, again, if you were to say, wash your hands and, you know, practice safe, you know, social distancing, great. But then if you start saying, well, don't use, uh, you know, don't use hands, don't use hand sanitizer or only use bleach, like that stuff that like, we're not qualified to really. Well, I'm, I'm basing, I'm basing that off of what, you know, what a, a lot of credible sources and I can, I'm not going to list I've, them right now. I've uh, said about for surface cleaning and I'm not. And, yeah, and, well, okay. I mean, but, but you see the, the difference being is like, Anything I've read, and I haven't read a lot on like surface cleaning, the difference, but, but like for example, hand sanitizer versus washing the hand, right? Like I wouldn't say don't use hand, generally like, and I've read that hand sanitizer is probably not the best thing in the world to do, use in a general sense, but for this, yeah. So I wouldn't say don't use yeah. hand sanitizer. I would just say, you know, if you have to use hand sanitizer, but ideally, you know, wash your hands, you know, and do it you know, for 20 seconds and, and you know, look at the videos if you haven't on how like doctors or surgeons wash their hands because there's a very specific way that most of us don't do so you know i might do that but i wouldn't say uh, like the consensus is when you wash your hands right it's you have to you know it's 20 or 30 seconds right exactly like really thorough so. Yeah. So I mean, they, I think those, you know, they're, those they're the kind of common sense things. But yeah, like Tony said, there's a lot every every day. There's something coming out about it, you know. And and so it's like you know use you know you know you know, use Tylenol versus like ibuprofen. You know, don't use that. And and then certain things that are making it worse. We we know so little about it. Um, yeah. we don't even know whether like you know there's some people like oh well you know in warmer climates it might not be as effective, but then in warmer climates it might. And and every you know even days where I see like you know I'll see contradicting things on it so we want to be a little careful with the, the advice we give on managing and i think we all know again like you know if you can stay at home um if you have to go outside you know caught you know like coughing into your arm or into a you know paper you know tissue you know um there's even questions about masks like you know you'll read you know some initially it's like well masks don't help uh, you know unless they're you know they're they're the n95s and they're put on you know perfectly because they're the holes but then you know but then maybe you know the masks might help a little bit um and you know then but but masks you know, we really should save them for the healthcare workers because they're really in close contact and then you know i'm even seeing because like w- with the 3d printer i'm i'm like if if there's a shortage like i've got a printer and like a lot of people in the community have been printing various types of masks and um devices to help out um and so you know i, I actually just 3d printed a mask um that, that you can then put like a um air conditioning filter in but i don't even know if that's effective or not you know there's questions that's all this stuff so so i think there's a lot up in the air that we just don't we don't know until we know. Um, yeah. So I would just be a little careful without sharing like the very kind of common sense, um, universally accepted advice that we, we, we seem to be getting, you know, right now on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, sort of based on the, it, it's funny that because if we're at, um, if we're at home when uh, we have the opportunity to work out all day, it's funny how we'll find uh, a reason not to, or we just won't do it today. Um, which is why Matone was mentioning, well, make a schedule. But something we will do if we're home all day is eat. 
and we'll snack on things just because we're bored. So tell them what's uh, like, and I'm sure we've touched on this before, but now even more so people are cooped up in their house all day. It is so easy. It's like, oh, I've done something for two hours. I'm bored. I'm going to go and, and reach for a bag of chips or something like that. So what, what's some advice on just your home, just not eating just to eat? Yeah. So one thing I have my clients um, implement is actually writing out their meal schedule for the day. Um, they know that there's flexibility there, but it's not even just their meal schedule. It's literally their day to day. And this is a, something that I use for myself personally with my business and it's really effective. So if you, um, like, so today is what Saturday. So if I was going to write, if I wanted to be productive tomorrow, um, Sundays I usually don't because I try to like have a rest day. But say I wanted to be productive tomorrow, I would actually write out a day-to-day -day schedule of what I'm going to be doing. So that way, if I find myself going to the cabinet and I'm not actually hungry, I go back to my schedule and I was like, oh, I was I told myself that I was gonna read at this time or go for a walk at this time or oh, this is on my calendar to do. I'm supposed to be doing this and then. Kind of that way you have sort of some sort of a focus because if you just have this free full time and even that that time can be like watching TV it could be it doesn't have to necessarily be something super productive but it does have to be something and then in that you put when you're having breakfast when you're having a snack when you're having lunch when you're having dinner because if you do st stay satisfied it should also help decreasing cravings as well um, and then also always like you know, basic things that I tell people, regardless if we're in quarantine or not, but when you find yourself eating when you're not actually hungry, you know, maybe um, have some tea, chew some gum, call a friend, um, you know, just move the, the room that you're doing, maybe go to, if it's like nighttime, a lot of times that happens at nighttime, like just go to sleep. So changing your environment, um, changing your thought pattern, changing your taste buds, these are all ways that you can help you through those times. Nice. All right. All right. Wow. So we're, we're we're over an hour. Yeah. So I say we're, so we're coming an hour. So I guess we'll talk a little quickly about what um what the plan is, um and then we'll shoot for uh, recording next week. So basically, where the plan for now is uh. You know, obviously, we're going to keep going throughout this epidemic. We will work on we're going to work on a schedule that we can record so we can at least get things out every ideally every week, at worst every other week. You know, if we find that it's too stressful, you know, yeah, to, I have some to old I have some old episodes that yeah that we, that we can release. We if you, may or you may know. not, or maybe we'll release that as a bonus. But regardless, um, we are crazy dog um so we're gonna oh yeah maybe i'll share him next time we talk I'll, I'll share the the insane story of this dog you know some of it justin but um yeah, yeah, she, yeah. No. she was rescued from a slaughterhouse in china yeah. and is out of her mind but um I'll, yeah maybe we'll talk about that next week um but uh we're gonna you know the quality sound quality today is not gonna be great because we're basically just recording it into skype um but once justin gets back to nashville where he has his equipment we'll get back to like producing it so that it really won't be much different from um you know when we're in justin's house in fact it'll be better because be better. No we, we won't have the sirens <laughs> constantly in the background so we'll actually have better quality sound um so uh if it sounds off today um that's because we're recording into skype and uh like i said we'll we'll hopefully get get things back you know, we'll get we're gonna get episodes out to you hopefully weekly. Um, maybe even get some bonus content. I mean, I'm home, so you know, maybe I will do some workout stuff or do some, you know, whatever. I it's even like I'm watching so many movies on Netflix. <laughs> I might do some like movie reviews just for the hell of it. I don't know, but um, we will. You know, we'll start getting things out there. Um, and that is it. Anything else for you guys to share? I think uh, just uh, everyone, you know, stay safe. Do your, uh, you know, do your best. Practice good habits. Stay healthy. Yep. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm Ryan George. I'm Justin Guild, aka Chef Sonic, reminding you that uh, that truth doesn't sell. And right now, we're figuring out what the truth is about this thing. I believe personally that the truth is that it was leaked by uh, some government. You oh, know, and that. Oh God. Oh. But that no, would no, turn down conspiracy theorists. Because <laughs> it really is no, not. Just no. So it, no. It was not released by we do not we, we do we we Truth does not sell. I'm just saying. I'm just no. saying please don't put that in people's heads. Yes, yeah, no. This was not released by any governments. Um no government there's no government that has the incentive to do this. Um outside of maybe like North Korea, but they didn't do it. <laughs> so nobody did this. This can you say, is, this... For, can you say for a for a, a fact that it wasn't? 
I can't. Nobody can say anything for a they, fact. Yeah, so it's right. Possible. Yeah. Okay. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we're, we're the, you know everybody, any expert in the field, uh, you know, that has looked at the kind of de- the. So there has research been done into this topic. Oh yeah, people looked into it, and 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 I mean, like any any expert in the field will tell you that uh, you know from everything I've read and heard that like this thing is too developed, well developed to to be manufactured you know like this was not manufactured this is something that evolved and this is you know it's 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 it was not you know this is not a government action this is look i'm not saying that that it was created by a government but perhaps someone let it leak a little more than it should have and put made it made it happen one way or another i'm just i'm just saying i'm, I'm just saying okay. truth does not sell okay well, we, we do. Yeah, I think I think I can speak on behalf of Tony for this that we do not agree with Justin. He's, he's definitely ninety nine point nine percent wrong on this. Um, but yeah. yeah. All right, Anyways, well. um, and um, I'm Tony Marinucci, <laughs> helping you get healthy one bite at a time. All right, we are the Gym Wits. <laughs> <laughs>